0: Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, it's a real autumn day here in the UK. The leaves are rolling across the pavements. There's a gentle breeze in the air and the temperature has almost certainly dropped. It's around 5 5 degrees Celsius. I'm not good with uh, Celsius, I rather prefer Fahrenheit, which would show I think around 40 or 45, if it's five. I'm not sure what the conversion is. Fahrenheit is more common in America, but here in the UK, we used to use it all the time. So I prefer to hear the temperature in Fahrenheit. Today is National Chocolate Day. So, if you're a chocolate lover, this day is for you. And bizarrely, there's also another celebration today called Hug a Sheep Day. Please don't do that. (laughs) And I say that because I'm sure the thing, the sheep would be terrified if you rush up to it and try to hug it. And besides, I'm also sure that. uh, like other animals, sheep are probably carrying parasites in their uh, in their wool. So it's not a good idea to hug it. Anyway, sheep can be very mean. I'm not sure if I've told you before about sheep, but certainly we've had regular conversations about cows. Now, it is certainly true that uh, cows... Are very dangerous here in the UK you really don't want to upset them and if you see a field of cows you should move very slowly and very quickly away before they see you sheep can also be incredibly mean but uh, they don't have any teeth and something else you need to know about sheep is that if they fall over if uh, if they're lying on their back they can't actually get up. They need someone to go and physically turn them over. That's why they sleep on their sides or with their front legs forwards. So if you do see a sheep lying upside down, it's really important that you turn it over because uh, if, it's, if it's got its legs or four of them in the air, then it can't get up and it's likely to be attacked and wild birds will already know that it can't get up and will come down to try to peck at it, especially if it's unconscious. There we are. So some interesting facts about sheep. Uh, What else can I tell you? Yes, getting back to this autumn day, well, today our clocks change. They're adjusted by one hour and there's always a big controversy at this time as to whether we should actually change our clocks or not. Now, as I've told you before, there was one year where we didn't change them, and that was a very strange year. (laughs) It was just odd. Um, But aside from that, uh, since I think it's uh, 1916 or 1918, We've been changing them twice a year and it is vitally important for northern countries especially for the northern part of the UK in order to get more sunlight because without changing them it would be dark until something like 11am and then a few hours sunlight and then we begin to get dark again at 3. But anyway uh, because of our weather In the winter, especially in the darkest moments, there isn't any sunlight anyway. So some days are just very dark and it always kind of resembles sunset, but not a beautiful one, if you know what I mean. Very grey and uh, dark grey. So whether they change the clocks or not, uh, there isn't a lot of daylight actually gets in here. But for animals and for the safety of children, uh, we change them. Although, like everything else, I think that's probably going to change in the coming years. Um, Personally, I don't really care. I mean, it's nice to protect children, of course. But um, whether they change them or not, is not going to be my decision. So I'm sure it will be made by AI. And speaking of AI... We all have gadgets that do the change for us. So I'm sure there's many British people won't even be aware that the clocks are changing. Uh, they'll just wake up tomorrow morning. Everything will have changed. And that's it. You know, they won't even think about it. The way to remember when clocks are changing, which direction they should go, is, um, is a proverb. It says spring forward, fall back. If you remember this, then in the spring, you remember the clocks always move forward. And in the autumn, which Americans call fall, we say fall back. We don't use the word fall, but we do use it in this uh, this little proverb or idiom. And of course fall back is a phrasal verb. Nobody falls forward so even if you just remember fall back autumn back and spring forward then you'll know that uh, those are the um those are the uh the the forward and back changes we make to our clocks twice a year there we are it causes a lot of confusion especially for me because trying to work out people's time zones uh, when I'm doing lessons, it's quite difficult. Uh, the system I talk it does it all for me, but there's still a few that uh, don't change their clocks. Still, a few countries don't change. And that's a little bit confusing for everybody concerned, I think. Especially for regular students who say come once a week and then suddenly find that their class is an hour earlier. So it's a little bit upsetting. Uh, So there we are, yes, so National Chocolate Day and hug a sheep, yeah, please don't hug a sheep, they can be really mean, it's true they have no teeth but you don't want to go anywhere near them, they can be very upsetting if they try to bite you in these things, you know, especially those sheep with the horns, Uh, they're called rams and they can run at you, knock you to the ground and uh, the fat male sheep is called uh, a tarp i believe t-u-r-p at least in the northern part of the uk that's what we call them tarps and uh, there we are so that's the that's the story of sheep i never really understood about chocolates i mean for me i do like chocolate everybody does of course you know but I eat it for the rush, not for the taste. I remember one Valentine Day. Yeah, it was the day of St. Valentine. I think must have been when I was in Spain. Somebody gave me a tiny little bit of chocolate with a love heart on it that they spent, I think, 10 euros buying. And I'm thinking, where's the rest? Well, <laughs> don't just give me one little bit of chocolate. I'm looking for the whole box, you know? Uh, so I never understood the romantic associations with chocolate. I just want to eat it. I don't really care about the afterglow <laughs> or what it's supposed to represent, you know. By the way, I'm, uh, I'm busy walking down the road here. There's quite a strong wind getting up there. Uh, you can probably hear the leaves running around my feet as we move towards, uh, towards winter. Right, so I just paused for a moment until the wind died down. So I've just left my really leafy streets and turned onto a busy main road. Um, let me just describe what I'm seeing. So, um, a very depressed looking Chinese woman just passed me there. I, I don't know where she's going or what's wrong with her, but um, she doesn't look happy and she's walking very slowly. Uh, on my left hand side, there's a large American style shopping mall it's sitting in the middle of nowhere uh, surrounded by cars and on my right it's the same another shopping mall but different shops with a gym and a coffee shop uh, yeah so lots of things ahead of me there's a garage you know a place to buy cars and uh I can see protruding on the skyline, lots of old church buildings, the observatory, and uh, very gray clouds coming in there. Um, These churches that are protruding on the skyline aren't churches anymore. Many of them are conference centers, many of them are carpet warehouses, many of them are auditoriums. So it's all changed, really. The face of this country really is changing fast. Although, in the north, all around the top part of Scotland, they do still have what we would call a Bible Belt, where they're very, very strict. So, not everywhere is like the area that I'm in. Lots of children waiting at the bus stop. No doubt they're heading off to uh, meet their friends, buy some things, maybe go to the cinema, there's a bus just stopped at the bus stop, lots of kids are in the bus as well, Um, the sun is shining through the clouds which gives a feeling that uh, everything is beautiful and there's still hope in this rather, uh, I wouldn't call the day disturbing but it's certainly very autumnal. Uh, One car stands out more than the others because of its color, everything here is quite dark but there's one bright yellow car, really golden color, just whizzed past me reminding me that uh, uh, this isn't um, Miami. (laughs) I say that because it's surrounded by very dark uh, cars. The most common car colour here, looking at these cars whizzing past is white, followed by dark so dark silver and uh grey. So a uh, kind of a I kind of a yellowish bright golden car really stands out. Uh, okay, oh that's an Indian family. Oh I know them, that's my neighbors. That's uh, The Kumars Yeah, they live um, I think at number 60 They live Yeah, yeah, nice family Whenever I pass their house It's always that delicious smell of curry They really eat very well Um, And speaking of eating I won't be having chocolate But I will be hoping To have some diabetic equivalents Do you know uh, You can buy chocolate for diabetics But it costs a fortune Yeah, I want to buy a bar of diabetic chocolate last week and they wanted three pounds for it. I'm thinking, what? I could buy the ingredients to make chocolate probably for less than a pound. Okay, so I've just crossed the road at the pedestrian crossing. The people even dress darkly here. It's like they want to suffer, or to be unhappy. I don't know why that is. I mean, if you compare it to a country like Canada or even Scandinavia, people aren't afraid to wear bright colors. Uh, but here uh, the only people who wear bright colors are golfers or gardeners I always say that um, I always say that uh, golf is just an excuse for people over 60 to wear bright colors uh, because uh, nobody else here does oh it's one of these new billboards, an electronic one you know uh, billboards. I mentioned this the other day. That's those um, posters that we put on uh, walls and on large structures to hold them. Well, they've just put up an electronic one, replacing the old paper one here, advertising local farms. It's glowing. You know, it's the kind of thing you see in a horror movie. I think. Uh, right. Uh, what's this? Oh delicious it's our local Japanese restaurant I love that they painted a picture of a geisha which I think that's what she is uh, on the side of their restaurant oh lovely their food is delicious I've only been in there a few times and I had some sushi but very nice very nice and behind that is uh, one of these churches with a huge steeple that was protruding Uh, up into the sky uh, when I was um, at the top of the hill Uh, it's quite bizarre a lot of these really huge style churches which look very gothic they look like basilicas but uh, they're protestants so they wouldn't call them that Um, a lot of these churches uh, look huge but when you go into them they're actually very very small Uh, you know a lot of the A lot of the bits around them are used uh, as offices or accommodation for the priest or minister. But the main part that you see is tiny. It's very deceiving. You know, all of our churches, the older ones, I mean, they were all built on crossroads and they always uh, built them in the shape of a cross. So although they've got like big bits sticking out the side and at the bottom, they're actually... uh, they're actually very, very small in the middle where people would be going to, to um, attend the services. Okay, so I'm still on a busy main road. There's evidence that uh, this once was very historical because I'm on a bridge with a, with a plaque, like a little plate about who unveiled it or what happened to it. But when I see this, wow! Well, obviously repaired road covered in asphalt, tarmac, very modern cars whizzing along, it just reminds me of modernity and how we've obviously lost a lot. I mean, I'm looking at a collapsed, oh, must be medieval building with no roof. Windows have been blocked up. But uh, right next to that is a massive warehouse which is made of metal and that warehouse made of metal is holding wood so i can see a mixture of old and new here which is kind of sad i mean there's nothing here that um, has survived they seem to make decisions every few years to knock down something else and there's very little of the old town remaining And in the middle of this old, new mixture, there's uh, um, an ancient church bell ringing, which I can hear in the background there, as well as a massive, modern uh, Royal Bank of Scotland, which is one of our main banks. So you see a real mixture of old and new, and I'm just approaching the shopping mall as well, which is uh, sitting to one side of me. So... We have buildings from medieval times, modern warehouses, modern banks, buildings from the fifties and sixties, which clearly were offices for some kind of industrial park. Um, Some of those have been converted into government offices, which has given them a reprieve because they're probably heading uh, heading for demolition at some point in the future. And a lot of them very empty as well. So there we are. So that's a description of where I am. Oh, delicious. That's that's their local Italian restaurant. I haven't been in there yet, but I've seen the menu a few times. I'll need to examine it. What's this? Um, Oh, okay. This is a building, obviously built in the 1900s, to my right-hand side. It has an anti-vandalism warning on it. It says, please note... Uh, anti-climbing paint has been applied, which presumably means if you try to climb it, you will simply fall down. I don't even see anywhere that you could climb up it. A bit strange, isn't it? Well, the wind is coming again, as you can hear. So I guess I better, I better close this uh, and say goodbye. So that's it for me for today. Uh, I'll see you all again soon, bye!